Welcome to the Stewart Zone Podcast, where you get the latest on sports, music, and entertainment with your host, Felicia. Thanks for tuning in. All right, welcome back, everybody. Felicia here, Stewart Zone Podcast. And today I just want to talk about some NBA. So, you know, everybody knows by now, Spitgate, it happened. <laughs> That's what they call it. They call it a Spitgate. Houston Rockets, Los Angeles Lakers played last Saturday. I watched the game. Altercation happens after James Harden gets a foul call on uh, Ingram. And uh, Ingram gets upset, so he comes through. And James Harden is trying to tell the rest that's and one. And uh, it pushes him. So James Harden looking like, what? What's wrong with this dude? So the ref getting away. And then Ingram gets in the ref's face, which is a no-no. But then they get that together. But somehow Chris Paul... And Rondo and having words. So Chris Paul put his hands, fold his arms up like whatever. Rondo spits on him. Chris Paul then puts his hands in Rondo's face and smushes him. Rondo connects with a right. Chris Paul swings, hitting with a right uppercut and a left. LeBron break, grabs Chris Paul. Everybody grab Rondo, push him out the way. Here comes Ingram. Bow. I don't know if he connected or not, but he sw- came running down the court and he swung on Chris Paul too. So you, everybody know suspicion's gonna happen. I'm thinking ten games, Rondo, ten games, Ingram, ten to fifteen probably because he pretty much started it and he came back to an altercation and he got an arrest face. Chris Paul got two games. I ain't mad at that. I would have gave him one because I felt like he didn't swing and initially he didn't swing when somebody spit on you. I don't know not one person is not going to light their ass up, excuse my language, <laughs> from from jump. I mean, you're going to be, when so, you arguing with somebody and somebody spit on you, and you, I mean, he held some type of restraint because he better than me because I would have just swung. I mean, we already in an argument, so, yeah, we swinging. He didn't initially swing. He did put his hands on his face. I get that. Two games I'm fine with. I would have gave him one. But three games for Rondo and four for Ingram, and that's it? In the past, if people was fighting on the court, they was getting 10 games to 15 games. Carmelo Anthony got in a fight back in the day when he was with Denver, and he got 10, 10, he got at least 10 to 15 games. And that was just basically he hit the guy, and they all backed off. It wasn't like a brawl happened or anything like that. But he did. He got the guy, hit him in the face, and then he backtracked. But he got 10 games for that. And we all know the Mouse and the Palace, they got – crazy suspensions which was it was it ended up going into the stands and stuff like that but you can't i believe that it's because it's the lakers the lakers are had a, have are having a slow start and they won last night but at the time they were losing 0-3 on 4 or whatever on 3 i think and so the lakers are the team right now that every channel talks about the lakers every day now it's all about lebron and the lakers the lake show is it back is it this that this, that, and the other. And I just want to say, I just don't think that it was a... I just think it makes the league look bad right now for the way they handle these suspensions. I just don't think it's good. Look, and I understand it's the Lakers, and that's a big market, and everybody's in tune to this right now. But there's no way that those guys shouldn't have gotten at least 10 games, in my opinion. That's just me. But I don't, I'm not the commissioner. I don't make those decisions. So it is what it is. But definitely I give Chris Paul credit because he didn't initially swing, but I would have, definitely. 
But uh, another thing, too, and then Rondo comes out trying to talk about Chris Paul not being a good teammate and people don't really know how he really is. I get that. I see some of the stuff he do. Whatever. People can skip Bayless and say he's the dirtiest player ever. Okay, if you feel that way. But that doesn't negate from the fact that Rondo spit on him. And Rondo, you could say you was wearing a mouthpiece and you was trying to talk. No, you weren't. At that initial moment, you weren't trying to say anything. You tried to be slick about it and catchy. But he caught on to it and he felt the spit go on him because he wiped his face before he even said anything. And then when you were swinging on him, he was saying, don't you ever spit on me. And that's how it ensued. But I don't see how people can watch the slow-mo of that and say, oh, it was an accident. He didn't intentionally try to do it. And that's another thing, too. He spit on someone. And he swung. Like, that's mind-boggling to me, but... That's that's the way they're calling it right now. So, yeah, that's crazy. It was a good game, though. Houston ended up winning, but Houston is struggling right now, too. So, we'll see what happens. And I'm hearing now that they offered four first rounds for Jimmy Butler. I think Houston should take it. I don't think that their first-round picks will be – because they'll be contenders for a while, I think. I don't think they will be early in the first-round picks anyway. So, do it. And you're trying to win now, I think do it. If you don't have to give up a lot to do it. Hopefully, with giving four picks, you don't have to give up anything. But Eric Gordon is struggling right now for some reason. And I don't know if it's because he's not coming off the bench as the sixth man because that's Melo's spot, which, in my opinion, start Melo. The other night, Ennis is out, and you start Michael Carter-Williams. And then in the second half, you start Melo because you should have started him in the first place. So I was like, Dan Tony, are you really over the fact of you and Melo having a confrontation back in the day? Are you going to be spiked for the whole season and just – try to be an ass to this guy or do you really want him if you didn't want him on the team then don't put him on the team but if you want him use him the way he needs to be used and I think they were using him in that game a little bit more because Chris Paul was gone and everything and giving him more touches and stuff but it was times when Eric Gordon got the ball I don't know if he's upset because he's not the sixth man or instead of kicking it out the mellow you already having a bad shooting night he cranking it up just throwing it mellows wide open so I'm like, what is going on? Defense is not looking the same, but I think it's getting better. I think the communication with those guys is getting better for them to defend better. So they play tonight, I believe. So I'm hoping they get things right. And I think they play the Clippers again. They lost the other night to the Clippers. But I think they can get a win. But start Mello is just – Ennis is not that much of a great defender to not have Carmelo Anthony start the game for his offense. Because Ennis is not giving you that offense. And uh, Harden's going to be out now because he messed up his handspring in, um, in the last game. So he might be out for the next couple of games. So hopefully he can come back. And hopefully a lot of the guys that's out can come back so we can see what this collective group will look like because they don't have any rim protection right now if uh, Capella's out. So they got Marquise Chris, and he's a big guy, and I think he's going to work well to come in too. So um Nene is still hurt um Knight is out and uh you know Chris Paul was suspended now Harden's hurt so hopefully at some point soon they can get all the guys that are gonna be on there together and I hope they do can add Jimmy Butler at some point without giving up a lot because I think that would be an added bonus to them defensively and uh then have Melo as the sixth man if they choose to replace Butler with uh Ennis with Butler, I think that'll be a good look for them. And, uh, yeah, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, okay, see, I watched them last night. They were up beating um, Boston, and then they let Boston come back. 
in a four minute span, Boston went six, scored 16 points and uh, OKC had one. My point is, where is the game clock management for this team? Like, you know, if you're up and you're, you don't have shooters, why are you going down and shooting so fast in the shot clock? You should be eating up some more of that time. And they go up and every time they're down, this is what drives me crazy about Westbrook. They're down by three. You can guarantee that he's going to go down and shoot a three because they're down by three, which he's not a, that great of a three-point shooter. But I watched last year, I watched him a lot more because, you know, Mello was on there. So that's my team, you know, where Mello goes, my team. But I would see him and I'm like, what are you doing? Every time they're down by just three, he'll go down and throw up a three. You don't have to do that. There's so much time left on the clock. Like, what are you doing? But they got to they gotta fire Billy Donovan. I just don't think that he's the coach to make this team do what it needs to do. I mean, he, you know, he was a great college coach. I get it, but it's not transferring to the NBA. Um, you can't just say, oh, we're going to run up and down the court. We're going to outpace people. Too many of the team are fast. They got a bunch of young players. So if you don't have shooters to kick it out to the corners and you're not a three-point shooting team, it's going to be hard for you to dominate, in, especially in the West. And they're 0-4 right now, and I don't see them. They got to make a trade to get somebody. Shoot. Swaggy P is sitting at home. Call him. He's a shooter because the only shooter they really got, pure shooter they have, is Alex Sabrinas, and he's not as reliable as he needs to be, but they need more than just that to make the floor bigger and not just have everybody in the middle because Russ likes to drive. PG likes to drive, which is fine, but they if they drive, they should have somebody that they can kick it out to, and they can't rely on Grant and Patrick Patterson and stuff like that. And last night, Patrick Patterson didn't start, and they went with Grant. But Patterson was the one that had got them flowing, and then when he went out, they went back downhill because he's better defensively as well. And he, can, he spreads the floor too because he does shoot the three, but he hasn't been great at it, but he you do have to respect his three. But, uh... Oh, I wanted to talk about the Celtics. The Celtics are struggling a little bit. I think they got to get used to having those guys back all the time, uh, Kyrie and uh, Gordon Hayward. But I just think something – I don't know if they need to ch change the starters or something and put somebody else in because so many people need the ball to be effective in the game with the way they have it right now. So, I don't know. I just – right now, it's early in the season, though. But right now, I don't see them – being the, a team that can't be beat like last year, they look pretty unstoppable. But I'm not seeing seeing the same team as I saw last season. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure they'll get to it because they got a good bench as well because a lot of the bench can actually be starters somewhere else in the league. But uh, I'm really impressed by Toronto right now. Toronto was good last season. And then they added, added a top three player or top five. Yeah, top five, top five. But I think after this season, he will be uh, top two. <laughs> Kawhi looks, I mean, he looked like a man on a mission. I wish he would have stayed with the Spurs, but he didn't. And the Spurs look like they'll be okay. I, they lost uh, their starting point guard, DeJounte Murray. But uh, they, they've they been hanging in there. I think LaMarcus and DeMar and everybody seems to be having fun playing together. And I think Pop will get those guys going, and I think they'll be – in the playoffs this season. I think they'll make the playoffs for sure this season with DeMar. I think they're still learning each other and everything like that, but Papa have those guys ready. 
I do think they'll have to tr- make a trade to get somebody else in there to help out because they're shorthanded a little bit because of the, you know, uh, Murray being out and everything like that. But um, everybody's stepping up and doing their thing right now. So we'll see what happens with those guys. The 76ers haven't looked like the same as they did last year. So I'm waiting to see what's going to go on with those guys. I'm kind of seeing them struggling right now a little bit compared to where they were last season. All right, so that's all I really have for NBA talk this week. I didn't get a chance to talk about any NFL, but just wanted to get on and do a quick episode. So that's all I got. So until next time, peace.